Hello, it is Thursday, March 25th. I am Trent Linesmith. This is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. And today, focus is going to be specifically on one thing, and that is the top three fights for UFC 260. Going to take a look at those, give picks, predictions for each of those fights, and delve more in depth into the main event. So I want to open up with Thomas Almeida versus Sean O'Malley. Uh, the, the opening odds on this one were plus 210 for Almeida and minus 250 for O'Malley. They have Those odds have climbed. O'Malley is now a minus 350 and Almeida is plus 220. Sean O'Malley is coming off a loss to Marlon Vera, Cheeto Vera, first loss of his career. He hasn't lost, according to him, but if you watch the fight, he definitely lost, and he lost because of the leg kicks um, of Vera. And Almeida started off on a 21-0 run and looked like he was going to be someone who was going to you know, contend for a title, sh- title shot in the UFC, and then he just fell off in his last five. He is 4-1, and one, um, he and his win is against Albert Morales, coming off a decision loss to Jonathan Martinez. His bad um, stretch began with a knockout loss to Cody Garbrandt in May of 2016. Um, I don't know really know about this fight. I know a lot of people are were high, high on Almeida, including me, when he came into the UFC. Obviously, that has faded. And a lot of people were high on O'Malley when he came into the UFC, including me. And his appeal has started to fade as well. Um, We know that had um, Andre Sukatai, if he would have just stood up in the fight with uh, O'Malley, the referee would have stopped that fight because O'Malley was unable to, to stand. So this technically... You know, the verified technically was his first loss, but Sukumtai had him beat, but just bad fight IQ prevented that fight from ending in that manner. Um, O'Malley is still going on and on about that, how Vera beat him was luck and it wasn't skill, but, you know, the leg kicks are designed to hurt, they're designed to slow, and O'Malley couldn't withstand them, and he dropped, so... I mean, O'Malley can say what he wants, but we all watched the fight, and he lost, and he lost because of those leg kicks. Almeida does throw good leg kicks, and if I'm him, and if I'm any fighter who is facing Sean O'Malley from, from this point forward, I am strictly, and this is an exaggeration, obviously, but I'm strictly um, focusing on leg kicks. Uh, my main... My main focus here is training leg kicks, getting ready to, to beat up that leg front and back and as best as I can and hit him low in the calf as often as I can and see what happens. The bad thing about this is I don't know if Almeida is that is that kind of patient, and I don't think he is. Um, but, I mean, odd, odds-wise, I'm going to guess these odds are going to get climb even more because... Uh, O'Malley is probably going to be the one getting money thrown on him and not Almeida. 
because he is the you know the fan favorite and he has the the casual fans uh, eye and ear and I think he might drive these odds up even further on Almeida um, from an odds perspective I would probably put some money on Almeida from a betting perspective I mean from a pick perspective while I see Almeida having a chance I I and I would like for him to win on a personal level because, you know, Almeida, um, sorry, O'Malley has become a less likable figure as, as his career has trudged along here. Uh, I don't know if he is going to lose this fight. I think his length and his punches are going to be too much for Almeida. I think it'll be a fun fight, but I think O'Malley wins. Um, but I'm not so sure if he's going to win. Well, we'll go. We're going to go up um, O'Malley by knockout on this one. I don't like to pick that, uh, but you know, I'll separate my feelings from from everything and say O'Malley wins by by knockout. But again, if the odds climb on Almeida and he gets to be even more of a dog, I wouldn't be afraid to throw something at him at him. But just think, you know. You're probably not going to see that money again. But you never know. You never know. Um, if Almeida strictly focuses on keeping his distance and just getting in fast enough to touch him up with leg kicks, he's got a legitimate chance to win this fight. And we'll see what happens. Uh, either way, uh, whoever loses this walks away with um, a lot of shine off them. Almeida, if he loses, could be done in the UFC, which is... Kind of unfortunate. The next fight we have is Tyron Woodley and Vicente Luque. Uh, opening odds on this was, wow, minus 240 for Luque. That's climbed to 260, minus 260. Woodley was plus 205, and he's down to plus 160. So odds-wise, I mean, I think, I think more money is going to come in on Luque unless the name recognition picks up Woodley, but Woodley is on a uh, three-fight skid here. Lost to Kamara Usman, lost to Gilbert Burns, and lost to Colby Covington. Not terrible uh, fighters to lose to by any stretch of the imagination, but when he was at his prime, I think Woodley would have at least won one of those fights, but not happening there. Um, Luque is on a two-fight winning streak. But let's let's look, look, look at Luque's wins here. Um, going back to 2019, Brian Barberena, Derek Krantz, Mike Perry, Nico Price, Randy Brown, and he's got a loss in that mix to Stephen Thompson. Also has a loss to Leon Edwards. Uh, looking at this, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, y y we always hope that the quote-unquote real Tyron Woodley is going to show up. We haven't seen him. He's been uh, very shy with his strikes as of late, and I don't know if that's going to change. This might be Woodley's last fight in the UFC, and you know we've heard him say over and over again that this is going to be the fight where he turns it around. He hasn't turned it around, and if I'm looking at performance-based picks here, even though Luque has not fought someone as good as Woodley, uh, he has fought Stephen Thompson and Leon Edwards and lost. Uh, 
But then again, Stephen Thompson and Leon Edwards have not fallen off as hard as Tyron Woodley has. So I'm going to pick this one, and I'm going to go in and, and pick uh, Luke by decision. And my hope, again, this is one of those separate the heart from the from the from the head and and you know I'm picking Luke but you hope that Woodley this time actually does turn it around and and get things right and and can make a uh, make a run here and at least win this fight and if this is going to be his last fight at least go out with a win in the UFC but we'll see how that one um, plays out as well Main event, Stipe Miocic and Francis Ngannou in a rematch. First fight ended with uh, Miocic retaining his title. Became the winningest heavyweight champion, uh, winning three in a row. When he beat Ngannou, was not the most exciting fight, but the, the champ did what he needed to do, and that was take Ngannou down and tire him out and grind it out on the ground. Um, the first fight ended with some pretty lopsided stats. And we'll look at that here. The first fight ended with Ngano landing 18% of his significant strikes for 21 for 113. And he got taken down six times in, in on 14 attempts. And he, Miocic had 15 minutes of control time. Meanwhile, Miocic's significant strikes were at 73% which is extremely high. Um, we've heard that Nganu has turned things around, that he's focused on wrestling and he's working his wrestling skills, but we haven't seen it because his last uh, bunch of fights have ended quickly. He has four knockouts in a row since losing back-to-back -to, -back to Miocic and Derek Lewis. The longest fight lasted 71 seconds. We had a 22nd, a 26, and a 45. So I don't know... Uh, and I discussed this yesterday. We don't know if that wrestling is up to par um, and if he has actually been doing that. You'd like to hope and believe that it's true, but I, I can't believe it's true in, in, until I you know see it happen. Uh, Nganu opened at a minus 225. Miocic opened at plus 190. That has narrowed significantly. Closing right now at a, I mean, right now a minus one thirty nine for Ngannou and a minus one hundred five for Miocic. If I had money, I would not bet this fight. I would probably bet a a prop, and it, and this is going to come down to how you feel. If I had a prop bet, I'd bet Miocic by decision, but I could also see going Ngannou by knockout and another other prop to. Two other props to consider is the over-under on the rounds. I heard this morning that the over-under was uh, one and a half. And again, this is this, this is going to depend on what you think is going to happen here. If it if you think Ngannou is going to catch him with one of those punches, then you're going to go with the uh, with the under. If you think Miocic is going to be able to avoid him, wrestle him up, and stretch the fight out like he did the first time, well, then you go with the over. Um, to get the pick out of the way, I think this fight plays out very much like the first fight. But that doesn't mean, like I said yesterday, that does not mean that Ngannou does not have a route to win. And that route is, of course, 
blitzing Miocic with strikes and catching him. And that, since we're in a smaller cage, not out of the question. Not out of the question. Anyway, so let's just look at the stats, how these guys match up. Uh, Stipe's 6'4", so is Ngannou. Wait, Ngannou's probably going to come in close to max. Miocic has been coming in leaner as of late. 80-inch reach for Stipe. 83-inch reach for Francis. Strikes landed per minute. 4.9 for the champion. 2.23 for the challenger. But we know those 2.23 are significantly heavier than almost anyone in the UFC. Accuracy, Stipe is 52. Francis is 37. Strikes absorbed. Miocic, 375. And Ngano 2.03. I'm going to guess that Miocic's focus is going to be getting that 375 number significantly lower for this matchup. Uh, Defense 55% for Stipe, 47% for Francis. Takedowns, and this is, I think, going to be the key, 1.92 for average per 15 minutes for Stipe. Expect him to attempt way more than that. Uh, against Ngannou, uh, accuracy is 34% for Stipe. Takedown defense is 70% for the champion, 71% for the challenger. You notice I don't mention takedown average and takedown accuracy for Francis Ngannou, and that's because he has not attempted a takedown. Submission average is 0 for Stipe and 0.5 for Francis. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much, there's not a secret here. Miocic is going to look to uh, tire him out, take him down, avoid the strikes. Ngannou is going to try his best to land his strikes and put the put put uh, Miocic away. Now, the question becomes: Do does Francis Ngannou rush right in, throwing those bolos, or does he take a more patient approach? And that I don't know. We know he got tired in the first fight. We don't know if his cardio is any better. We know he could not handle the takedowns in the first fight. We don't know if his takedown defense has gotten any better. So I'm going to go with what I know and what I've seen. And what I know and what I've seen is just what I said. Stipe is the better all-around fighter. And I'm going to pick him for the win by decision. But I'm not I'm not going to get mad if people pick Ngannou by knockout. Because... Like I said, I would not put money down on a pick to win on this fight because it just seems it's a bit too risky seeing as this is heavyweight and it's in a small cage. Now this is a very telling, this is going to be the telling fight for Francis Ngannou. Is this the fight where he shows more than being a striker? Is this the fight where he becomes a, a complete, well not, not complete, but a more well-rounded mixed martial artist? I don't know. I don't know. And that's that's my big question. We, we've heard all this stuff. We've heard everything that we're supposed to hear since the first fight. But we haven't seen it. And so without seeing it, it's hard to confirm it. And so safety, safe bet says go with what you know. And I know Miocic is a better all-around fighter. And with that, I pick him. But again... One punch, so it's not crazy to uh, to take Ngano. And with that, that's all I have really for the uh, 
the picks. I'm not really all that interested in the other fights, and so not going to waste my time, your time, going over them. Um, and that's that. And until next time, everyone stay safe. Thank you.